don't eat pasta? I'm Italian. Are you kidding me? Hey, got some glucose for you. At a certain point, the cells are like, dude, we can't take anymore. We're full. And they're not funny, by the way, Jamie. Not ha-ha funny, but like funny, (laughs) strange looking. Reduce your need for insulin. That's right. Your pancreas will thank you. All I know is at school, I had the best snacks ever. Oh, I bet because I was extremey. Welcome. Hi. I'm Barbie. And I'm Jamie. And we're here now to talk about diabetes. Diabetes. The big D word. Yeah. A lot to say about diabetes. We're probably not going to get it all in one show. We'll probably need a couple of episodes to get it all out there. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's really intricate. Actually, it's simple and intricate at the same time. That's a good point. It's very, very basic, straightforward. But then there's all the complications that are, yeah, that have been I think the complications is what we've been told. And what we've kind of put into it ourselves. I can appreciate that. But also, there's probably many of you who have some experience with diabetes, either yourself or someone in your family or Mm. someone nearby, because at this point, you know, the percentage of people in America who have either diabetes, prediabetes, or insulin resistance or something is very, very high. So I'm sure that you're running into some diabetes conversation on some level. It's over 50%, I'm sure. Oh, for sure. It's probably more than that. Oh, yeah. um, Absolutely. So we're going to be talking about what is diabetes, why everyone, quote unquote, everyone has diabetes. So many people. How type 2 diabetes happens, what's going on in the body. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, do I have diabetes, insulin resistance, Mm -hmm. pre-diabetes? What would be some signs that I might be having it? And what does keto and low-carb do for diabetes to help? And we'll round it out with some things about reversing diabetes. Yes, yes, lots of good pieces to this puzzle. It's funny, too, because I'm hearing more and more now the words um, insulin resistance now. I don't hear the word diabetes. I do hear the word diabetes, but I'm noticing the insulin resistance is now coming up more and more. Yes, exactly. So um, let's see. So we're not doctors. We are two ladies who have been health journeying for many, many years. Mm -hmm. And we research, we learn, we explore, we uh, experiment, and we have a lot to share about things we've learned through the years. And so you're going to want to take this information. Go ahead, double check it somewhere, do your own research, see what your body's telling you and your own experiences have told you, Mm -hmm. and see if you do not relate to many, many of these things as well. Absolutely. And email us any comments you might have, check the show notes, and send us a line. We'd love to hear it. Especially with your questions or your concerns, we could really give you lots of information in particular, yes. to your questions and concerns. And your wins and things that you've done that's really worked, sharing mm-hmm. it out so we could share with other people also. Make sure you get our two-step guide for immediate health results, which is in the show notes as well. And you can get the two-step guide to get you started on the way to a healthful lifestyle. All right, so down to business. What is diabetes? And oh, I should mention the type of diabetes we're talking about today, right? Type 2. 
Yeah. So we're not really focusing on type 1 diabetes, which is a very specific form of diabetes. We are only talking about type 2 diabetes, which in fact is the seventh leading cause of death in the United States, according to the CDC. The seventh. I cannot believe it's that high up the list, but I kind of can. It's the number one cause of kidney failure, adult blindness, Mm -hmm. um, limb amputation, like lower limbs. Mm -hmm. This is all diabetes is the number one cause of that. So what exactly is diabetes? Diabetes is defined as a chronic condition that affects the way the body processes glucose or blood sugar. This condition is chronic and many say it has no cure. It's a lifelong ailment that you will have to deal with. But we will talk to you a little bit more about that because we're not sure we agree with any of that. Right. All right. So, so let's insulin talk about resistance. It. It's okay. a condition in which the body cells are loaded with glucose. Okay. So that's like pre diabetes. So you'll have this before they diagnose you with diabetes. It takes years to mm-hmm. get there because yep. it's just loading and loading and yep. loading. And the body's so miraculous that it handles it. Right. For so long, That's so right. many years before it finally many years kind of breaks. That's yeah. right. And then when it cannot accept, when your finally body finally comes to a point where it where it cannot accept any more glucose, leading to high blood sugar levels. Now you got your high blood sugar levels. Now diabetes. you got diabetes. Diabetes. Yep. So imagine all them years just building up, building up, building up, and then boom, it hits you. Yep. So 90 to 95% of the diabetes that we have in the U.S. is this type 2 diabetes Mm -hmm. as opposed to the type 1. So again, we are specifically talking about type 2. So this diabetes is almost exclusively a lifestyle and diet-driven and preventable condition. Absolutely. I know that everybody's walking around thinking like diabetes just jumps on you and you just suddenly get it like it's Mm-mm. like it's a virus or a cold. It isn't. It is based on what we're doing on a daily basis, right. monthly, yearly, that's causing it to get to the point, like mom was saying, where it's so overloaded. And then when you go get your blood test, you get your regular physicals, mm-hmm. it'll start showing up. It'll show up as an elevated glucose reading. Right. Then you know. And then, of course, That's they the warn you. It's heading, right? Now you've already built up so much that now you have what that is. Pre-diabetes or actual mm-hmm. diabetes. They have numbers that say when your number is above a certain number, it's not pre anymore. Now it's diabetes. That, to me, doesn't really... I don't need to focus so much on that, what that number is, Mm -mm. because, you know, you may be a little under, a little over, but you're still in Mm -hmm. that danger zone. So you Mm -hmm. need to focus on what are we doing that's causing our body to have these problems. Right. And, you know, some of it is hereditary. But again, I challenge hereditary on a certain level Mm -hmm. because the environment plays a lot in that hereditary. Because think about it. Yes, some of it's literally biological. You have this gene that your parents had and that strictly biological piece. But type 2 diabetes lives so much in a behavioral realm of what it is you're doing, what you're eating, how you're acting, what your life is doing, that the environment plays an amazingly huge role in the hereditary nature of diabetes. Because if my mom has diabetes... 
and she feeds me as a kid all the food she's eating that's caused her over 20 years to get diabetes. Which is, by the way, just so you know, those processed carbohydrates and sugar. Yes. I'm feeding her that all these years along with myself. And my sibling, which is why it's like, well, if your parents had it and your siblings have Mm -hmm. it, like we live in the same house, guys. We're eating the same food. Mm -hmm. It makes complete sense that we have a higher risk for this stuff to come to fruition because of the hereditary along with the major piece called our lifestyle and what we what we pass down to our children, habits and things like that. And during that time, you have to understand, it's not showing at that time, the high blood glucose. No. It's not showing. Mm-hmm. You just keep pumping it in, pumping it in, pumping it in, because the body compensates. And the way the body compensates is it, it starts to release the increasing amounts of insulin. And so it does that to remove it from the bloodstream. But now when you got all this stuff going in constantly, then the insulin leads to insulin resistance after a while. It just can't do it anymore. And that's true. But interestingly enough, in 1994, the CDC declared that diabetes was mm-hmm. at epidemic proportions. And they called it a major public health problem in 1994. That's right. This is 2023. Yeah. So... What is that, 30 years later? And we're still having the same conversation like we're not doing anything about it? I'm confused. But, but isn't it sad that they could tell you that? Because they said that a long time ago. But here's but the thing. Diabetes is a business at this right. point. There $327 billion there it is. a year in medical costs and lost wages mm-hmm. in the U.S. from diabetes. Mm-hmm. $327 billion with a B. Am I really supposed to think this is going to go away? Yeah, like <laughs> that's crazy. 25% of healthcare costs have to do with diabetes. That is astounding. And very sad that they know it. Yeah, they do know it. And adults over 65 are many of them. I mean, a lot of Medicare and all of these programs mm-hmm. that we have in place to help people, the cost goes to diabetes supplies and mm-hmm. diabetes testing and diabetes mm-hmm. um Doctor appointments and all of this, Mm -hmm. all swirling around. And then what diabetes causes, and we'll get into that a little bit later, but all of the complications because of diabetes, Mm -hmm. something that was completely preventable and completely manageable. Did you hear that? Yeah. Completely preventable. Yeah. I'm emphasizing that. It is. Because not only do they know that, but like you said, It's all about the money. It is about the money. And I'll tell you, uh, hold your hat for this one, because one of the biggest statistics that blew me away, Mm -hmm. aside from the ones I just said, was there is a a lot of diabetes research going on. Mm -hmm. So last year in the U.S., Mm -hmm. they spent $1.1 billion on diabetes research. What are they researching? research because it's so complicated to see what the cell is doing that we have to research for a billion dollars worth are these scientists researching each other's like what is going on how many scientists does it take to research something this baseline but something they already know yes exactly and they keep researching because i guess the dollars are the money paying for whatever else it's paying for but how much more research do you really need 
I'm confused about that. I get personal with it. Yeah. I get personal because you're asking me for money for research. Yeah, and we're paying for that because And it's... I'm looking at them, you know, they call, they make their little calls. And, well, we're doing diabetes research on this, this, and then I'm saying, you've got to be kidding me. Who am I paying this money to? The people, you? And you what ca- results? For calling me? <laughs> the question is, okay, so uh, insulin was discovered 100 years ago. Mm-hmm. 100 years ago. Mm-hmm. And we're really still researching it's a like shame. what on earth this is a money-making machine i tell you and one out of 10 people in the u.s have diabetes one out of 10 have diabetes and one out of five don't even know they have diabetes or pre-diabetes no or because don't it takes know. years before it shows up no symptoms but diabetes is a processed food disease yeah and so it's clear why it takes a while and it it's just sad. Yeah. Between your lifestyle, inactivity, mm-hmm. uh, which is a big deal these days because, you know, our, we have a very sedentary society Yeah, where we sit down in front of devices all day. We stream and we do all this sort of convenient stuff where we're not out moving. We're not working. There are a lot of people who work jobs out, you know, where they work labor mm-hmm. jobs. But the people who don't, we have a lot of people in our country who don't move. They just don't move. Mm -mm. So let's put it this way. One third of our young people have obesity problems in the U.S. Absolutely. One third. Absolutely. What on earth? I'm telling you, I told you one time we were doing a broadcast and I couldn't believe this mother said, no, she can't have it. This is the seven-year-old. She can't have it. She's insulin resistant. How did that happen so young? It happens because, again, inactivity. Yeah. But think about it. There are commercials on TV that are aimed at children, like on channels where they have kids' cartoons and kids' shows, Mm -hmm. where they're telling the kids to go out and play. It's this whole um, PSA about go out, move, go play, go outside and be with friends and run around and jump and play. And then there's other PSAs that talk about getting out in the in the forest, in the wild, go out and take a walk in nature and mm-hmm. all of this. And these are literally being paid for mm-hmm. to be aired on TV because these young people don't get out no. the way they used to. They just don't. And that's partly the parents because they're working too hard, two jobs, they can't afford to not work mm-hmm. or making a choice to work instead of spending time outside or whatever. It's a combination of many things. But this society, we just don't move the way we used Mm-mm. to. And that's just Very for sad. sure. I know. So you do ask yourself, you know, why is diabetes so prolific now? Why is it everywhere? Why is the U.S. so diabetic? What's going on? I mean, I know when I was a little girl, I didn't know anybody who had diabetes. Me neither. The only one I knew, and this is I knew of, was my daddy's sister. So my auntie. Right. My aunties who lived in the South. They had the sugar. Mm-hmm. So they had sugar diabetes. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I knew of it. Had it not been for that, I probably wouldn't even know what it was. Yep. But now it's literally everywhere. Everywhere. And like you said, because of why? Processed foods and sugar. I'm telling and you. And convenience. Everything's convenient. I'm telling you that processed foods and sugar, the bad sugar is just rampant. And so convenience foods mm-hmm. are filled with they're all processed. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Everything is how quickly can I get food 
mm-hmm. and eat it? Mm-hmm. How quickly can I not have to, you know, I'm busy. I have too much going on. I'm stressed out. I, I don't want to cook. I don't want to clean. I don't have time. I don't, I don't, I don't. Give me something convenient. Yeah. And these convenient foods are rife with processing and Absolutely. ingredients and additives and all sorts of things. They're very dense foods with very little uh, nutrient. That's right. And they taste however people want them to taste. So whatever the trendy taste is, that's what they taste like. But they make sure that it goes along with your addiction. It's, it's yes, got to course. taste sweet. It does. Whatever yeah. they do and whatever they have to do, they're going to make sure you stay addicted mm-hmm. to that sweet sensation yes. in your brain. Yes. Absolutely. But it's not even good sweet. It's terrible. Yeah, well, you know, depends on who you're asking. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. when you really like sugar, it tastes pretty good mm-hmm. to you. <laughs> but you know what gets me? I was going to say, you know what floors me? Because that's a thing I say a lot. I don't know what that came from. What floors Maybe it just in my way back when we used to say it. You know what floors me? <laughs> what floors you? The, the, the fact that when you get this, this diabetes... And nobody's telling you how to prevent this from happening or even dealing with your diabetes because they're just saying, well, you got it now. It's over. This is how it's going to be for the rest of your life. So therefore, you need to take some medication. But what floors me the most is how the response they have to the insulin resistance. Most medical doctors prescribe insulin injections. When it comes to that high point, imagine putting more. Now, I mean, you're adding more insulin to the bloodstream. You're adding more. More glucose can be packed into cells that are already overburdened with the glucose. So now we're supposed to normalize the blood sugar levels with this injection. However, that's not how it's done. As the cells now contain even more sugar than before now. So it's kind of, I don't know, it's just kind of mean. <laughs> I guess. I mean, I mean, it's just mean. Well, I think it started and it just out one way and it way. just got, it got worse. Because the, you know, when we got all the national recommendations to eat things a certain way back in the 50s and 60s, telling us, how much of this to eat and not to eat that Mm -hmm. and the food guide pyramid, all of that stuff. um, Diabetes aligns with those recommendations. So the Mm -hmm. recommendations for low fat, eat diet things, which are full, full of chemicals, eat lots of breads and wheats and Mm -hmm. rices and all of these carbs and keep your protein low. All of these things are in full alignment with Mm -hmm. A population full of diabetes. I mean, that's the result so, of that. So, you know, 30, 40 years ago, you couldn't see it all because it takes so long for it to really come to full-blown the problems that we're having with diabetes. Mm-hmm. So the baby boomers, you know, they're showing it and now the generation below because that's what aligned with mm-hmm. what the government told us to eat, mm-hmm. to be healthy. That's true. And some of it they understood and some of it they didn't. So I think my biggest problem is you got to live and learn. Yeah. And when they saw that this was not the right thing, mm-hmm. they could have made some changes. And they've made some, but very slow and very late. 
So, so just kind of look at it as your cells are overwhelmed now with sugar. Yeah. They're just overwhelmed. And no matter what they medicate you with, no matter what they give you, no matter injections or whatever, however you deal with it, remember, you're already overwhelmed and now you're even more overwhelmed. Right. I mean, when you think about it, you just think about it. You eat some food and it enters your body. Your body says, hey, you know, I'm going to use this sugar for energy. So in order for the sugar to get in the cell, it needs insulin. Mm -hmm. So insulin and sugar are like partners. Mm -hmm. They go together into the cell. So what happens is the insulin gets released from the pancreas and it goes and takes the glucose and says, hey, come on, go inside the cell. Knock on the door. The cell's like, hey, what's up? Mm Mm-hmm. We got some glucose for you. So the glucose enters the cell. It gets turned into energy. And yay, we have energy. Now the bloodstream doesn't have a lot of glucose in it anymore. So if you took your blood blood sugar level, it'd be lower. Excellent. That's the way it's supposed to work. And it just goes over and over and over and over again. However, because we eat the stuff we eat, the modern man, all this sugar, all these processed foods, all these carbs, all all these these grains. Yes. Because of that, now when all of the glucose gets in the bloodstream, first of all, there's a ton of it. So now the pancreas is pushing out a ton of insulin to try to help get all this glucose in the cell. They're on the cell knocking on the door. Hey, we got some glucose for you. And the cell's like, excuse me, uh, I'm full. Go next door. Okay. Hey, got some glucose for you. At a certain point, the cells are like, dude, we can't take anymore. So we're full. So the glucose is stuck in the blood now. Where's it going to go? So you're checking your blood sugar and your blood sugar is really high because there's the sugar is still there. Mm-hmm. So the pancreas goes in a tizzy and starts going, hey, more insulin, more insulin, and starts pushing out even more insulin. So now your blood is full of insulin and glucose. They're both arm in arm, elbow in elbow, trying to get in cells that won't let them in. So at this point, you start to be insulin resistant. Because the insulin is trying to push the glucose in the cell and the cell receptors are so blunted and so burnt out and so worn out, they cannot do anymore. Mm -hmm. You have broken them. And you know what we don't look at? Look what the pancreas is doing. Yeah. How overloaded, how Mm -hmm. much is it working? Yeah. And then you wonder why you have pancreatic cancer, you have Mm -hmm. pancreatic issues. Mm -hmm. Look at constant pancreatic Mm -hmm. stuff going on, constant. Trying to fix the problem, but but it's this never-ending cycle of it's like sugar in the blood, insulin, push it into the cell, cell says no more, sugar still in the blood, insulin, and it just keeps going on and Mm -hmm. on and on. So what's ironic, like you were saying, is... Mm -hmm. The insulin that's trying to push the glucose in, you have insulin. It's just that the cells aren't accepting the glucose. Anymore. So now you mm-hmm. got to take insulin shots or take medication to mm-hmm. do different things to change that dynamic instead of simply changing the fact that all the sugar is present. But it doesn't change it. It overwhelms it even more. Well, so yeah. Now- now you got more sugar, more glucose in yeah. your cells. But not only that, where's it going to go if it can't go in the cells? That's right. The insulin is the regulator. Suddenly the glucose is going to get stored. That's right. It's where's it be getting stored, stored at? in fat. That's right. All over the place. Because it can't go in the cells anymore. They're overwhelmed. Yeah. So now you have these funny fat storage. These, and yeah. they're not funny, by the way, Jamie. 
not haha funny, but like funny, strange looking. Like think about, look at different, look at your body. Look at your body and the way it's shaped, like the way the fat is falling in all these strange, it's really not natural. It's not, you know, like if you put on a dress Mm -hmm. or a suit, if you're a guy and you put on a nice suit and it just falls in just the right way, the lines are Mm -hmm. nice, it falls nicely. But then if you put on a suit that's too small, it just kind of buckles in all these weird places. It just Mm -hmm. looks strange. Mm -hmm. That's how our bodies are starting to look Mm -hmm. because the fat storages are not natural. Mm -hmm. They're weird Mm -hmm. because we shouldn't be putting all this stuff in our bodies the way that we are. And so the fat storages are all over the place. You got skinny people with weird fat deposits in strange places that Mm -hmm. don't really match. Mm -mm. And then you have people who hold their fat a lot around their middle or in their thighs or hips. And it's just a really lot cellulite Mm -hmm. and all sorts of stuff. There's nowhere for the sugar to To go. go. That's right. What is the body supposed to do? It has to put it somewhere. That's right. And that's another thing about all that fat and the visceral fat and all the fats that you got and all that. Oh, it's just... It's and that's where you're dangerous is in the heart fat, but yeah. oh, it's just just amazing. So your poor pancreas is like, I cannot keep up with the amount of insulin you need Mm-mm. for me to break down all this glucose. So what do you do? You go and take insulin, more insulin, instead of reducing your need for insulin. Exactly, go into the cause. Like wh- what? That's Reduce right. your need for insulin. That's right. Your pancreas will thank you as will your fat cells who don't need to be stuffed with more storage. Mm -hmm. And so when you do that intermittent fasting or you do that little bit of fasting a day, now you're going to go into cleaning your cells. Those old cells are going to go away. And give them a break from all the work they're doing. So the new ones come in, but you don't want to insulin them to to death again, do you? Yeah. No, you don't. Same old, same old. This is the problem. So it's not just being, you know, having fat storage all over the place. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of very serious complications Mm -hmm. that come from diabetes. That's right. Yeah. So having diabetes is not something you want. I mean, there are so many things that happen to your body as a result of allowing diabetes to be there year after Mm -hmm. year, decade after decade. Mm -hmm. Things like you know, the damaged blood vessels. So that, number one, you have blood vessels all over your body. Yeah. So if all this excess insulin and glucose are damaging your blood vessels, you're going to have issues with mm-hmm. your kidneys, your eyes, your limbs. Um, you know, that's why they talk about, what is the disease in your eyes? Retinopathy. Oh, yeah, retinopathy. Right, retinopathy. You run into that. Yes. You run into neuropathy. Glucose. Um, no, um, what is that? Glaucoma. Um, yes. Glaucoma. Glaucoma. You run into all these because your vessels, all of your organs are being supplied from your vessels. So if the vessels are not working well, they're damaged or Mm -hmm. all of these problems have come about, then naturally all of these other problems are going to happen. Yeah, that's why they go in behind the eye to see what damage the sugar, the diabetes is doing to your eyes. And and glaucoma is a very big one. Yes. But you know what else for me? Um, I hear a lot of the neurothop. What is it? Neuropathy. Neuropathy. Well, neuro the is nerves. Yeah, the I've ner- never had that, but every now and again, I had a little stingy thing in my foot, like a little um, pins a, and needles. Yeah, like for a minute, for a second, and of course, you know that's that's a sign right there. But people have that a lot. The oh, nerves man, are damaged. Yeah, yeah. poor circulation fun. kicks in with mm-hmm. all that. 
um, which is some sometimes mm-hmm. why you end up having a lower limb or a toe or something mm-hmm. gets mm-hmm. amputated mm-hmm. because it's gone mm-hmm. so long untreated that, that these things are causing, you know, blindness and kidney disease and skin right. conditions, yeah. stroke, right. all of these things yeah. are a result. Look, what about sleep apnea? I mean, come on, that's a big one. Absolutely. But for me, uh, what affected me a lot was the inflammation, believe mm-hmm. it or not. Mm-hmm. Inflammation is probably the worst of all of it because everything comes from infl- inflammation in your body. You will wreak the, the havoc of inflammation because that's where all the diseases, all these things that we just mentioned come from first. But anyway, Alzheimer's, is that's something you really want to look at. Do you want to have Alzheimer's? I mean, dementia. Demen- yeah. How about dementia? Lots of cognitive problems. It's oh, my goodness. Older yes. to memory and all sorts of just cognition, thinking, all of that. No is focus. And, oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's a lot of. A lot of difficulties that come from this. Yes, and it takes, here's the thing, guys. It takes a long time for these things to happen. That's right. So you have so many opportunities to shift the direction you're heading in Mm -hmm. and turn it around. Mm -hmm. Because it takes up to like 10 years for the neuropathy. Uh, 10 to 15 years for, you know, kidney damage and stuff. Years. Like Years. you can change, turn this around. You can make adjustments and your body will heal in so many ways mm-hmm. if you just take this seriously. And that goes with the cancer also. People don't realize how many years it's in the body before yeah. it shows up. That's true. You know, and you know, it makes me feel sad because I go back to my life and what I did for my children or did to my children, not knowing any better. Yeah. What was I feeding them? Yeah preparing them for those days mm-hmm. when they got older. That's that's sad. All I know is at school, I had the best snacks ever. Oh, I bet you Everybody did. always wanted to trade well, my of snacks. of course, because lunch. I was extremey. In our little metal mm-hmm. lunch boxes with the thermos. So oh, cool. Of course. Everybody yeah. wanted my little snack cakes mm-hmm. and my chips and all of my yes. honey buns. And I had so many honey buns cool were big. snacks. The best snacks ever. Terrible. It just but, got worse, yeah. though. I don't think it was as bad then, to be honest with you. To be, okay, maybe I want yes, to make myself feel better. It was a Twinkie, a Twinkie, Mom. I know. I, I guess maybe I want to no. make myself Yankee feel better. Yankee Doodles. Wait, I what? I think they got more sugary now. That's a big no. Uh, did, anybody, <laughs> did anybody eat Drake cakes? Oh, my God. Like Ring Dings, Yankee Doodles. With the Yo-Hos, a Ho-Yos, um, It was before the, the Ho-Hos. Who, email us if you recognize Oh yeah, Yankee Doodles or ringdings. From, what about the Hostess Drake. cupcakes? Well, the Hostess cupcakes are still kind of around. Yeah, but the Twinkies were big too. The Twinkies are still around. Come and on. They're probably the same Twinkies. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Twinkies <sighs> has been gotten. Everybody knows that Twinkies never go bad. So. And if you listen to the name <laughs> Twinkie, come on. It, uh, who Twink. doesn't want a Twinkie? I know, yum. <laughs> But yeah, now not anymore. Like, ew, I'm not even the one anymore. My whole sugar life has changed. That doesn't even taste good to Mm, me anymore. mm, mm. (laughs) But but you had diabetes, so what is your deal? Tell them stuff. Well, it's funny because when I got diabetes, um, I just accepted it. And the reason I accepted it was because every single person i know this is gonna sound Don't weird say every single I know, and forever and always i know forever and always but you know what how about every single person i knew in my family <laughs> had diabetes most of them had insulin they had to take insulin 
for some reason, I was the only one that didn't have to take insulin. So I was took gr- pills instead? I took pills. Okay. I took the metformin okay. first. Then as it went along, they told me I needed insulin. Well, yeah, of course. Now I understand why. Because it takes years to build up, to build up, to build up. And I wasn't changing my diet. Mm-hmm. Not even the light, the slightest, because I didn't know any better. They told me, okay, but I did do certain things. Certain things they say, don't eat starch. What's that mean? Don't eat pasta. I'm Italian. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so that didn't work. Especially when you have no symptoms. You have to understand, you don't feel anything. You no. feel fine, and they're mm-hmm. telling you, and plus you're taking medicine. And once mm-hmm. you take medicine, you feel like, oh, well, if I'm taking medicine, it will take care of it for me, so I'm good. Absolutely. And so I just, yeah, okay, fine. But then when they told me I had to take insulin, literally, in my belly, wow. That's when it got serious. However, yeah, but however, I cut down on my starch. I cut down on my pasta. That was it. Yeah. What I mean is it never hit me. Stop the sugar. Stop the grains. Stop. I never knew any of that. Because it was still all that around healthy, healthy, healthy. Yeah. This is what's good. You got to have all these grains. You got to have this, you got to have that. This balanced diet thing. So yeah. Mm -hmm. So I still didn't get it. I didn't get it. But not only that is like, I'm just going to interject because my husband has diabetes as well. Mm -hmm. And for him, he, because he takes medication, he thinks he's fine because in fact, you take your tests, everything seems okay because the medication is doing what your body used to do. That's right. And so everything seems level and fine, even though you're still eating a cake here and there Mm -hmm. or drinking soda with whatever or strawberry lemonade or sweet tea or whatever Mm -hmm. you're doing, Mm -hmm. it still seems to be managing fine. And that's what it's doing. Right. Until it isn't. And that's the point. It accumulates Mm -hmm. until now the medicine is not enough. Now you need an insulin shot Mm -hmm. with however many milligrams. Mm-hmm. And then you keep going and eventually it's like, oh, well, let's up the dosage a little bit because yeah. it's not doing the same thing it did before and it just keeps going. And it gets worse and worse. Yeah. And that's the sad part. So I'm so glad that I found all the information that I said, well, that that's what started it. I got to do something better. I got to look at this a little more deeper. And so that's when I started really getting into uh, researching a little bit more and stop believing Everything, Everything you hear. <laughs> oh my goodness. And when I start and when I saw all the stuff I was hearing and how untrue it truly was, I said, Oh, you gotta be kidding me. This is a moneymaker for sure. Yeah. And then you know what cracked me up? What's oh it cracked me up. The uh, another thing that floored me was what? how I was getting all these calls everywhere. Because you know, once once you're in the system, uh-huh. You'd be surprised how many diabetic, diabetes associations and foundations and all that kind of stuff, heart associations, start calling you. Oh. I was getting calls all over. Well, you know, getting donations, trying to get, yeah. making you feel bad. And then they're walking. Then we got people walking for Oh, for like diabetes. 5Ks and yeah. for, yeah, getting sponsored. And getting sponsored. Where, where, now I, I, I can see. The money was going nowhere. It goes into well, it goes the people. somewhere. Somebody's yeah, got a car. Somebody's or a house getting somewhere. the money. Yeah, somebody. <laughs> but but the money is getting in the administrative more than anything else. 
or either some bunch of people. Like I, we don't really know no, who the true. big wigs are who are yeah, that's using the money or if they're literally that's just true. maintaining their lifestyle with it. It's yeah, just a never-ending supply of money. Yeah. And now that the government has been so helpful, putting the quotes up, I know. Helpful in supplementing diabetic medication and strips and Mm -hmm. diabetes, your little glucometer and everything else, whatever Mm -hmm. you need, they will help you get it. Diabetes medication you can get for free Mm -hmm. or for like a buck or something because they need to keep you in the loop. In the loop. Yeah. (laughs) The rat race must continue. They need to have the money. Yep. Money got to flow. Right. And so, and, but, but at the same time, there is another piece to this that I'm not going to ignore is that some people simply don't want to change. They really don't. They don't, they don't want to. And then some people feel like they really can't. It's not even that they're being obstinate. They just feel like the thought of giving up my entire way of eating and living is, it's too much. I can't do that. Yeah. You're asking me to change everything I am in terms of eating and socializing and the way I shop and what I buy and how I cook. And you're asking me to make some major lifestyle Mm -hmm. changes that I just don't believe I can make. Yeah. And it is overwhelming. And that's real. Yeah. That's overwhelming to most folks that are in that, that way of thinking. But what we're doing here, which is so wonderful and what I started doing was just one thing at a time. Yeah. Just one thing at a time. Bit by bit. Bit by bit. I, I remember stopping the salt. Mm. No more salt for y'all guys. You're not getting yeah. that. But then you go to the real salt. Yeah. You go to the Himalayan salt. You you just, you know, but anyway. Yeah, it, I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely, wonderful. One, and then you have kids and you're worrying about, oh, I got to feed them. And honestly, it's mm-hmm. it's easy just to go stop by a fast food joint. Or mm-hmm. It's easy just to get chicken nuggets from the frozen food section. You know, all of that stuff has to change and you're thinking you mean to tell me i have to actually come home from work and cook real food real with a real you know whole foods and it's just it is something i'm not i'm not gonna you know act like that's not a legitimate thing to be thinking about especially if you don't feel any real significant Mm -hmm. symptoms i mean yes the doctor says you're diabetic and so i'm fine i'm doing the same thing i did every Mm -hmm. every day for the last 10 years so what you don't understand the magnitude of what's going on inside your body. And like mm-hmm. what mom said when they said, now you have to get on insulin, she was fine taking the pills. Like, okay, yeah, okay, fine. Keep my life going. Mm-hmm. I got the pills. But then when they upped her to the insulin, now it's like, wait, I have to do what? Mm-hmm. It's a wake-up call. And I think we've become so comfortable in our diabetes that we don't hear the alarm ringing to make us move mm-hmm. and do something difficult that matters mostly because for me it's because this was inevitable in other words this is my what do you call it my fate yeah there is nothing i can do yeah except well come down on the starch come on yeah there was no question about (laughs) you had no hope and no question about let's get to the cause Mm -hmm. let's go deep there was nothing like that. No, they check your number. If your number is what in the range, then they give you medicine and you walk out. That's it. And that's it. Yeah. Never ever looking at, well, why do I have this? Yeah. Why is this in my body? And what can I do about it to make this different? Right. There's nothing like that. Yeah. 
I mean, it's definitely a a problem. Uh, and I do hear a lot more things out there about getting more active and eating more healthy. And, and there is definitely a wave of change happening. Mm-hmm. It's very slow and it's starting on the outside. It's definitely not, you know, fully mm-hmm. coming out from like, say, the Diabetes Association mm-hmm. of America or something. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not coming from that because they're actually the diabetes. I mean, if there's no Mm -hmm. diabetes, what are you? Just the association? Like, what are you? So I I don't really know what's going on with that. But if it has anything to do with historically, you know, people have just bought other people out and people have sold health down the Mm -hmm. river Mm -hmm. for money and a lifestyle and whatever. So I don't doubt that there's a lot of you know, mixed Mm -hmm. things going on. What do you call it? Um, Conflict of interest Mm -hmm. and a lot of, you know. Misinformation. And and agencies in bed with other mm -hmm, agencies mm -hmm, and all of that stuff. mm -hmm, I cannot mm -hmm. believe that it, you know, it's that complicated, honestly. And don't get me wrong. There was lots of information on the other, you could look on the other side of this coin. There was a lot of information in the respect they said, well, eat more vegetables, eat more fruits yes and do walk. this and do yeah. that do your exercises stay away from the starch but they never say stay away from the foods that are not good because everything was good yeah and nothing is good mm. well some things but mostly nothing was good all the processes oh, all the you mean grains the prepared foods the, the yeah. way they were that's right so there was nothing good, hard even to get though away you, from it. yeah, they say okay, well, eat more vegetables or eat more more fruits, but they never say do do it organically. They never say don't eat that much fruit because you got a lot of sugar going on. And guess what? This is how everything is processed. And guess what? No, the land didn't. is not nice, and this is not nice. They're not going to tell us any of that. No. Some of it, honestly, is a process of learning and knowing. Some of it, they got to know. I mean, I can't believe the diabetes people would say, eat a banana. Like, I, that, that blows me away. Like, if I have diabetes, a banana should not be on my list. Like, high I'm carb. confused. But again, I digress. That's high so, carb. So anyway, there's a lot more stuff to say about this on, um, you know, how can keto and low carb help us yeah. with diabetes help us to manage it. And then even we could start talking about ways to reverse some of the diabetes and the effects of it. So we hope you join us for Mm -hmm. part two. Yes. Where we talk a little bit more on the other side on diabetes. Oh, yeah. It will be very interesting to find out the solutions. Yes, for sure. And how easy it is. Yes. Easy, hard. (laughs) Simple, simple. I know, Maybe not I know. easy at first, but it does start to become easier. Oh, yeah. And it is simple, though. So they say, well, my grandkids used to say easy peasy lemon squeezy. I think they yes. got it from you, Jamie. They might still say that now. I know. But anyway, that. that's what it's going to be. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. Trust me, it really is. It will be, yes. We'll take you one step at a time. Start with a two-step guide and do those two steps. Mm-hmm. Join us for part two on diabetes mm-hmm. and send us your emails to give us all sorts of great info. It's been real. Come and hear us next week as we finish this subject. You can't miss this extra part because this is where the good part comes in. And you get your temple back. Yes, we get ready to take our temples. I'm excited. Yes. So we will see you next week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.